Father, we thank you for your word. May it dwell richly in our hearts as we seek to live out our new life in Christ. Be at work in us this morning, we pray, by the power of your spirit, for your praise and your glory. Amen. Words are powerful. We, we know that, don't we? Um, we can look at world leaders and we can see how they uh, can build up a country or can lead a country uh, into war. We see it in the sporting world. Sports managers uh, can instill confidence in their team or their words can destroy uh, a team. There is power in words. Uh, power for good or not. And so as we finish off this letter this morning to the Colossians, as we continue to look at what it looks like uh, for us to live out our new life in Jesus, there is a focus this morning on speech, on what we say. And so as we live out our new life, we live it out being devoted, first of all, first of all to prayer. It can be easy to lose heart. Uh, and so Paul uh, says to them, don't lose heart. Devote yourselves to prayer in verse 2 uh, of chapter 4. The Colossians, we know, um, were facing difficulties with uh, false teachers. And so it would have been easy for them to begin to lose heart. But Paul says, don't lose heart. Be devoted Literally, continue steadfastly in prayer. Keep going, persevere, don't quit. It reminds me of the parable of the um, unjust judge. As this widow came day after day after day to the judge with her request, and day after day after day, the judge uh, sent her away. But that woman persisted as she went to that judge and Paul is saying to them don't lose heart be devoted continue and persist in prayer it's what we see in the early church Acts 2 42 they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer chapter 1 of Acts they all joined together they continued together constantly in prayer along with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers Acts 6 we will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer we will continue steadfastly in prayer and the ministry of the word the church then and us now are to be devoted to prayer we're to continue in prayer it's not something that we give a minute to at the start of the day and tick off our list and say we've prayed today that's it prayer is to permeate the whole of our lives it's to acknowledge god our father at every step of the day yes we set times aside to pray but being devoted to prayer is constantly acknowledging god throughout the day it's not that we go around mumbling prayers uh, to God all day long. 
but it is about being constantly in fellowship with God, our Father. Prayer should be as normal to us as breathing is, as we are devoted to prayer. And so going back to that parable of the unjust judge, uh, eventually, day after day, as this widow came back with her request, uh, she wore the judge down and he gave in to her request. But the point is, God is not like that. We don't have to go to God each and every day in prayer to try and wear him down uh, that it, so that he will answer our prayers. He wants to hear our prayers. He wants his children to be in prayer, to talk uh, with him. He delights in the prayers of his people. And yes, God answers prayer. He answers prayer for our good, uh, for his glory. And so that's why we can be steadfast in prayer. That's why we can continue being devoted in prayer because our Father in heaven wants to hear the prayers of his people. He speaks to us through his word and we speak to him in prayer. But we know that prayer isn't always easy. And so we're to wrestle in prayer. We saw it in verse 12 with Epaphras. Um, he's always wrestling in prayer for you. He's always earnest in prayer for you. And so yes, prayer is difficult, but we wrestle, we continue, we don't give up. We earnestly pray. We don't do it out of duty, but we pray and we pray constantly. We're devoted to prayer because of who we are in Jesus. We live out our new life in him by being devoted to prayer. And this devotion involves an alert mind. Just before Jesus is arrested, before he's tried and killed uh, and put on, put on that cross, um, he's with his disciples in the garden praying. And he says to them, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And we know that that happened a few times where Jesus went away to pray and he came back and found his disciples asleep. And so when we read, uh, have an alert mind, uh, watch and pray, at its basic level, it's to stay awake while we pray. So I don't know about you, but sometimes during the day I think I'll sit down and I'll pray and I'll read my Bible uh, and within 10 seconds... I'm asleep. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. But we're called to be awake. So if you always fall asleep in that chair where you pray and read your Bible, then find another chair that's really uncomfortable so you won't fall asleep. Or go for a walk so you can't sleepwalk. At its basic level, to watch and, and pray, to be alert-minded, is to be awake. We can't pray when we're asleep. But it goes beyond that. We're to be alert-minded. We're to watch and pray to the things around us. To our own lives. As we looked at last week, as we take off those dirty clothes of sin and put on the new. Um, we need to be alert to whatever it is in our lives that we're trying to get rid of. What are those sins? We need to be alert to that. So then we can pray about that. 
We need to be alert to what's going on around us in the world so that we can pray uh, about that. That will inform our prayers. Because I think sometimes we're vague in our prayers. We, we can pray, Father, we pray for the world, for those in poverty, for those in need, which is good. It's good to pray. But as we are alert, as we're watching what's going on around us, we can be specific in what we pray for, praying for people and places uh, and other things around us. My kids often come to me and say, I'm hungry, can I have something to eat? And I'll say, yes, what would you like to eat? I just want something to eat. So we could get them anything, but that doesn't mean it's good for them. We, we need to be specific uh, in what we're praying for. We're to be alert-minded, we're to watch as we are devoted to prayer. And as we've seen so often in this letter, um, we're to be thankful. There's to be a thankfulness in our prayers for Jesus, for who he is, for what he has done for us. Thank, thankful for the new life that we have in him. Thankful for who we are in him. We're made new in him. Our sin is washed away. We are made clean because Jesus nailed that to the cross. We're to be thankful for the new clothes that we can put on in him. Thankful that we're united in Jesus as one body. Thankful for the opportunities that we have to serve uh, other people. Thankful for the certain hope that we have in Jesus. Thankful that our Father in heaven hears our prayers. We've got so much to be thankful as people whose identity is in Jesus. I think I've used this before. Um, Martin Luther, one of the reformers, was sitting at his dinner table and he's got this puppy sat there. And if you've had a dog, uh, you'll, you'll know and you will have shared this experience at some point that while you're eating your meal, the dog sits there and he's just fixed, eyes dead on you, waiting either for something to drop or for you to pass something down to the dog. That's all my dog does as we sit at the dinner table. She runs up, she's eating her tea, she just sits there and she's dead stir, waiting for something to drop. And Martin Luther, as he's looking at his dog do that, it says, oh, if only I could pray the way this dog watches meat. All his thoughts are concentrated on the piece of meat, otherwise he has no thought, wish, or hope. Let's, let's let our prayers be as devoted as a dog is to meat as we eat. Let's get it away from me. Let's be steadfast, persistent, devoted in our prayers with our eyes fixed on Jesus. We're to be devoted to prayer. Secondly, live out your new life in Christ, proclaiming the good news. So we move on to verse 3, and we see how Paul then uh, asked them to pray specifically uh, for, for his need. Pray for us too, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about his mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. He's given this general principle of 
devote yourselves to prayer. And then he says, pray specifically for, for us, for me, for Timothy, uh, that doors would be opened, that opportunities would present themselves to proclaim Jesus. This mystery uh, that was once hidden it is Christ, Jesus, who came uh, to save. That was God's plan uh, that was hidden, that is now revealed. It's the good news of Jesus, the salvation that he brings for all those who repent and believe. And I always find this verse really interesting that Paul doesn't ask for a change of circumstance. He doesn't say, pray for us that uh, we'll be led out of prison. He prays within the circumstance that he's in. And he asks God, uh, open doors that we might proclaim the gospel uh, to those around us. John Bunyan was arrested for preaching illegally and put in, into prison. And he was told, uh, you could be released if you stop preaching about Jesus. And he said, if I'm out of prison today, I will preach the gospel again tomorrow by the help of God. Living out our new life in Christ is to share the good news of him with the world. And that might mean, for some, prison. It might mean arrest, as we've seen in this country with lots of people, well, a number of people being arrested for standing in the street proclaiming Jesus. Yet our prayers should be for those opportunities, that God would open doors for us in whatever circumstance that we find ourselves in uh, to share the good news of Jesus. And as we pray for that, we pray also that God would give people ears to hear the good news of Jesus and respond in the right way to him. I wonder how often we pray like that. I wonder also how often we pray for a change of circumstance rather than praying for an opportunity to share Jesus. And yes, I know there are circumstances that, that aren't good for people and we need to pray that they wouldn't be in those circumstances and that that, that circumstance would change. But generally, are we fervent in our prayers praying that God would open doors for us to share the good news with those around us? Are we devoted to that here? As a church here in Accrington at Trinity, are we praying often that doors would be opened for us as a church to proclaim Jesus as Savior and King? Paul knew the importance of prayer uh, to his work, to the gospel going forward. And so let us be devoted to prayer. I always love this, the story of uh, Charles Spurgeon. Uh, somebody visits and he says, why, why are there so many people? Why is it so successful, your ministry? And he takes this person down uh, underneath the church and he says, this is why. And there are hundreds of people in prayer as Spurgeon is up in the church preaching. Let us be devoted to prayer. Live out your new life in Christ uh, by walking in wisdom. How we live says a lot about who 
we are. So verse 5, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. The way we live matters. This is about our daily conduct with a particular focus uh, outward to those who aren't Christian. And so as we put off our old self, as we put on these new clothes in Christ, our lives should be different. People should notice a difference uh, from the time that we became a Christian. Our lives have been transformed in Jesus and that should be reflected in our daily conduct. Because as we saw last week, as we set our minds on the realities of heaven, as we fix our eyes on Jesus, then his kingdom uh, and values govern our life. And that will mean that we live differently as the word of Christ dwells richly in our hearts. That will be reflected in what we do and in what we say. What we say we believe should be seen in how we live. I read this story this week of a pastor um, in America who, when he was hired to this church or appointed, whatever the term is, um, a man of the city hired a private detective to follow this new pastor around. And he followed him around for a few weeks and he reported back. Uh, and this man discovered from this private investigator that this pastor's life reflected what he preached. What he said from the pulpit was seen in his daily life. And it led to this man who had hired this private detective uh, to him becoming a Christian. But it's, but it's a really interesting story. Do our lives reflect what we say we believe? Our lives are a witness uh, to the transformative work of the gospel in our lives. And so the way we live our lives shouldn't hinder or make it difficult for us to share the gospel. We're to live wisely, we're to live rightly, being honest at work, humble, online, paying what we owe, keeping our promises. That all that we saw last week were not to be liars. We're instead to be clothed with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. What we say as we speak to our neighbors, to our work colleagues, to our friends, to our family, uh, should be uh, words filled with grace. They should be gracious words uh, seasoned with salt. Verse 6, let your conversation be always fit, full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Our speech is to be governed by grace. And so we are to be alert to the opportunities um, that come our way to speak about Christ. We need to be ready to speak. Because as we live this new life out in Jesus, people will notice. And people will ask, why do you do that? Why do you speak in such a way that's so different uh, to us? And as we speak, uh, our speech is to be seasoned 
with salt. Salt had a number of purposes. It preserved. They would rub it on meat or fish or whatever, and it would uh, slow down the decay of that product. And we know, as we use it so often today, that salt is also used to bring flavor. And so our speech should be, should be pure. It should be flavorsome. It should mean that people uh, look at us and see that Jesus uh, is good. Our speech, our, conversation, our conversations uh, should reflect who we are in Jesus. So coarse joking, bad language, rude tones are not fitting for who we are in Jesus. They're not the clean clothes that we've been given in him. This is not to condemn us, but this is to remind us who we are in Jesus and to live that out. What we say should be wholesome. It should be flavored. It should be a contrast uh, to those, as Paul writes, who are outside, those unbelievers. And so my life, my deeds, my speech should lead to people asking why. Why do you live like that? Why are you different? Why do you not swear every other word? Why are you compassionate uh, towards other people? We need to be ready to answer those questions with the good news of Jesus. It's because Jesus has changed our lives. It's because we are made new in him. Our lives and our speech uh, should be attractive to those around us because of who we are in Jesus. So what is our speech saying to those around us? What does it say to the world around us, the way that we speak, the things that we say? Do our words, do, the, do our lives make Jesus look attractive to the world? Or are we hindering uh, the gospel from going out? Are we hindering uh, the work of the gospel with our negative comments about the church, about our brothers and sisters, or are our, our, our words pure and wholesome and flavored with salt? Do our lives show the world around us that our hope is in Christ, that we belong to him? We have this new life in Christ. So let us put on those new clothes. Let us live in such a way that makes Jesus attractive to the world as one who changes people's lives. Let's live out those lives with the help of the Holy Spirit in us for his praise and for his glory. Let's spend a few moments in quiet Let's reflect on all that we've seen and heard throughout Colossians. Um, where is God challenging you individually and as a church? Uh, and maybe use some of that silence to offer your own prayers, and then I'll lead us in a prayer to finish. So let's spend a few moments in quiet.